Amen. Glad to have Brother Waldrop here. I want him to come once again. I want him to take his liberty. I want him to preach to me. I've been preached to all week, but I want to be preached to again. I love that feeling when I know the Lord's talking to me and it puts me on my face and I want to spend some time with him. Well, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Are you ready for the preached word of God? Amen. God bless you, Brother Waldrop. Come take your liberty. Praise the Lord, everybody. To lift up your hands, everybody together. Open up your heart. Lift your voice. Come on, let's praise him. With hungry hearts to today, in Jesus' name, we magnify the name of our God. We glorify your name. Blessed be the name of our God. Blessed be the name of our God. Oh, let's go ahead and praise Him together. Thank you, Jesus. We glorify the name of our God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Turning in your Bibles this morning to Gospel of Luke, the 16th chapter. We'll also be reading from Matthew, the 11th chapter. Luke 16 and Matthew 11. Do want to welcome everyone to the house of the Lord. Amen. I want to um, emphasize. Pastor Riggin's statement about my precious wife being back home. Amen. If it was a text, I would put those two exclamation marks on it. Some of you with iPhones know what I'm talking about. You know, you mash that text and you have you can heart it or you can like it or you can not like it. You can, I guess, emphasize. It's called emphasize. You can emphasize it. So. Amen. I feel like emphasizing Sister Waldrop's welcome. Amen. Welcome her back to the house of the Lord. This is the first time in two weeks she's been in person in a live church service. She's listened to probably more online shirts than a lot of us put together since she's been gone. And uh, so we're glad that she's back here today. Luke chapter 16. Beginning in verse 13, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other. I want you to notice the, the extreme, he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. It's going to be one or the other, isn't it? I say it often, no man can serve two masters, but every man will serve one. You have a master whether you want to have one or not. That's not your decision. That's how you were created. You were created to serve. Humanity was created to acknowledge lordship and deity. Amen. No man can serve two. Amen. It will be one or the other. You'll hate the one, love the other, hold to the one, despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon or 
the flesh or the results of human effort. The Pharisees also who were covetous heard all these things and they derided him. Something's wrong with you if you've got something wrong with Jesus. Amen. Jesus said, verse 15, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts, for that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. I cannot emphasize, there's that word again, I cannot emphasize enough that principle of Scripture this morning. That which is highly esteemed among men, what's important to, in your generation, the things that matter to the flesh, the things that are important to the world, is abomination in the sight of God. Notice verse 16, the law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presseth into it. Amen. The, the rules changed, if you please, when John started preaching. Amen. There was a change in the spiritual atmosphere. Laws and the prophets were beginning, as far as Messiah was concerned, to be fulfilled. The law and the prophets were until John. Since John's time, the kingdom of God is preached. The message was changed when John began to preach. Amen. And since then, every man presseth into it. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew the 11th chapter. 12th verse. This is Matthew's version of what Luke recorded. Luke, the 16th verse of the 16th chapter. Every man presseth into it. That is how that Luke wrote that. Verse 12 of Matthew 11 is how Matthew wrote it. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Amen. Luke said, every man presseth into it. Matthew says, the violent take it by force. Amen. I really want to, to do the will of God today. Amen. I, I'm keenly and sincerely interested in the will of God being done in my life and in your life and in the world today. I really want it. I want the kingdom of God. I desire God's kingdom. Jesus said when you pray, amen, pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Amen, amen. We're acknowledging his lordship and we're praying the, the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm telling you it's worth the want to today. It's worth uh, 
pressing into it. It's worth doing what's necessary to see it happen. Amen. I said it's worth it to want it. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord again. Let's love him. Come on, lift up your voice like the Bible says. Hallelujah, he's worthy of our worship today. I glorify the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, you may be seated today. And I know that perhaps my approach is somewhat different than what we might expect for what we would call a normal or a traditional Sunday morning service. But we know that we're serving a God today that is beyond time. All I know is when I begin to feel after God for the services today and particular the service this morning, this is emphatically what I felt directed of the Holy Ghost to preach. There is a principle of desire that we need to get a revelation of. Amen. There, it's hard uh, to be successful at anything unless you really uh, want to, to be successful. Amen. Amen. E- even even uh, to be, if I could uh, have a little tongue-in-cheek here, even being successful uh, at failure. You've really got to try to do, you got to put forth an effort to do nothing. You say, well, what, what kind of effort is that? Well, they meant you've got to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to sit here on this couch and I'm going to sit here all day long and I'm not going to do a blessed thing. You've got to make a decision. There's, an in, there's intent involved. You don't really do anything uh, accidentally. Amen. I know I'm I'm speaking with uh, in extreme terms here today, but but there are extreme terms that Jesus used, uh, extreme words that Jesus used when dealing uh, with the language of uh, the kingdom. Every man uh, presseth uh, into it could have used other words, but this word uh, presseth uh, into it. This uh, concept of pressing, of doing something uh, about uh, what you really want uh, to see. Man, the apostle Paul said, I press uh, toward the mark uh, for the prize uh, of the high calling of God uh, in Christ Jesus. Amen. This is not an exception. Many times Paul in his writings would use uh, either athletic terms or uh, other times military terms. Uh, he would speak about wrestling uh, against flesh and blood. He would speak against uh, fighting uh, or speak about fighting and not beating the air. So run I, he said, uh, is one that would receive the prize. 
And so this is what he's doing here when he says, I press toward the mark. I'm doing my best to cross the finish line. It meant winning matters to me. Amen. I, I concur with your good pastor today. There's a lot of things about a lot of people that I can't really comprehend. I, I, I don't really compute. Amen. Unconcern. There's just too much good that God has done for me to not care about the things of God. I know we're flesh and blood. I know uh, there are times that the kingdom of God seems to come easier uh, than at other times. Uh, but whatever price I've ever had to pay uh, for thy kingdom to come uh, and thy will to be done, uh, I've never looked back and said, you know what? Uh, the kingdom come and cost too much to me. Uh, the will of God cost too I've never said that. Amen. I, I feel that uh, whatever price I've ever had to pay uh, to get anything in the kingdom of God, uh, I got a bargain. It was worth what I paid for it uh, and then some. Amen. 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 Every man uh, presseth uh, into it. Uh, it's the same word in the Greek language. Uh, as suffereth uh, violence, uh, this concept of intent, uh, this concept and principle uh, of desire. Uh, if you're going to get into the kingdom, uh, you're going to get in on purpose. If the kingdom of God is going to come, uh, it's going to have to be your desire. Amen. If you're going to experience the goodness of the Lord, you're not just going to stumble into it. You're not going to back into the kingdom. You're not going to trip into the kingdom. You're not going to accidentally be saved. Can you say hallelujah? Amen. It means literally to force or to crowd yourself into in other words, uh, I mean business uh, about the kingdom uh, of God. The Amplified reads, uh, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers uh, violent uh, assault, uh, and violent men uh, seize it by force uh, as a uh, precious uh, prize. It's probably one of the most oft misinterpreted uh, scriptures. We, we think of the word uh, violent and we think about action and activity and violence. Amen. Our concept of violence, doing harm, being destructive, that, that's not the violence here. But it is intent. It's more attitude than it is action. Now, there is action involved because if man, where there is attitude, there will be action, but God is not calling his people to be destructive unless it's to destroy the works of the devil. Amen, but we're not going to do harm to God's house today. 
Amen. We're, we're not seeing, uh, amen, how violent we can get as far as our current and modern day uh, usage and uh, uh, view of violence is concerned. But this uh, forcefulness, uh, this uh, desire, uh, this passion, uh, this purpose, uh, God in flesh, Jesus Christ declared uh, that the kingdom uh, is entered into uh, by those that really want in. Can you receive that word today? I said if you get in the kingdom, it's because you really want in. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've never really uh, been uh, introduced or exposed to someone uh, that really wanted uh, the will of God to happen uh, and it didn't happen. I'm telling you, that concept is against the principles of Scripture. Amen, the message, amen, the principle of Scripture is, ask and you shall receive. Seek. Seek and you shall find. Knock. And the door shall be opened for everyone. Everyone. Can I preach what I feel right now? Can I preach it the way I feel to preach it? Everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh the door shall, shall be opened. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God branded my spirit with this today and be not weary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Hallelujah. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah, it's not hit and miss. It's not, amen, now and then. It's not every once in a while. Amen, but I'm praying today the kingdom of God and the will of God. I'm praying tomorrow the kingdom of God and the will of God. The theme of my life, every day of my life, thy kingdom come, thy will be. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Let's love the Lord together. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. It's just hard to get anything done for God with a passive attitude. I know we got to have God's help. Amen. But before God will help you, He's got to be informed that His help is wanted. I mentioned this not that many services ago, but you, you won't find very many times in the ministry of Jesus Christ where He took the initiative 
as far as the miraculous was concerned. There was a lot of roads he walked down uh, that sick people were on and they didn't get healed. There was a lot of people. I, I, I know there's verses of scripture that we read. He healed all of them and everyone was healed. I, I, I read all that, but, but, but these uh, detailed uh, and defined uh, and described instances of uh, of individual miraculous experiences. I only find uh, a few uh, in all the ministry of Jesus Christ where he, uh, amen, took the initiative and hand-delivered a miracle to someone, where he uh, initiated the conversation where he took the initiative and said, uh, what about it? Are you ready for a miracle? Most of the time, uh, that didn't happen. Most of the time, it's somebody crying out. Amen. Most of the time, it's somebody pressing through, uh, somebody running up. Even somebody not approach, just approaching him. Remember, uh, amen, the Syrophoenician woman who had a daughter that was grievously vexed of the devil. This Gentile woman uh, approached the Lord, uh, amen, and said, I need uh, a miracle uh, in my home. And Jesus said, it's not proper uh, to give the children's bread uh, to dogs. He called that Lady of dogs. Now, let's just put ourselves in her shoes. There'd be a lot of folks that have went home today with, that day without a miracle. Who does he think he is calling me a dog? But you know what she said? Truth, Lord. I know what I am. I know I'm not worth anything. But yet the dogs get the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And Jesus said, you know what? I can work with that kind of faith. I can work, amen, in somebody's life that it's not about who they are and what they've done. But in humility and sincerity, recognizing it's not about them, but it's about the power of God. Amen. Amen. Your daughter is different at this moment. Amen. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody. You need the hand of God in your home. You need the hand of God in your family. The best way to get it done, amen, is to, to approach God in humility, to come in sincere humility and say, Lord, if it's going to be done, you're going to be the one that does it. But I understand if you're going to do anything, it's because I make my petition known. Come on, that's the word of God. Let your petitions be known. Let your petitions be known. Amen. I'm 
come before the presence of the Lord. Amen. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, O oh Lord. Amen. The old spiritual says, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, O oh Lord. Oh, standing in the need of prayer. I need a miracle in my mind. I need a miracle in my heart. I need a miracle in my home. I need a miracle in my attitude. I need deliverance in my family. I need help. And it's help that only you can provide. Amen. I need some crumbs to fall from the master's table. Hallelujah. If I could put this principle of scripture in my own words. The kingdom of heaven is available for those who really want in. That's really the message. Amen. Amen. One version reads it from the time of John the Baptist. Uh, from the time that John the Baptist began preaching and baptizing until now. Ardent multitudes have been crowding toward the kingdom of heaven. Amen. When John started preaching the kingdom. Somebody said, you know what? I like the sound of that. I want that. Amen. I'm telling you, if you get in, it's because you come through the door. I said, you don't uh, get in the kingdom without wanting in the kingdom. Hallelujah. New Testament uh, Bible salvation is intentional. Amen. I know we're saved by faith, uh, not of works, uh, lest any man should boast. But can I remind, uh, amen, some good apostolics, uh, amen, and some good folks that want to be apostolic today, uh, amen, James said, you say uh, you have faith. He said, I'm going to show you, I'm going to display, I'm going to manifest my faith by my works, amen, repentance is not just works, but it's faith in action. Because the Bible said if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If any man sin, the Bible said, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. When I come to an altar to repent, it's not just works. Amen. It's faith that motivates me. I want forgiveness enough to repent, to do the works of repentance. But it's by faith. It's through desire. It's my conviction and revelation. I'm persuaded that repentance works. I'm persuaded because the Bible said, if I ask, I'll receive. If I'll repent, I'll be forgiven. 
Amen. I know there's action, energy, works involved in baptism. But if there's no faith involved, your baptism is in vain. If it's not done in conviction, you're wasting your time. Brother Waldrop, it was done in Jesus' name. If you don't really have an understanding and a conviction of what you're doing, it does you no good. Drag somebody off the street and say, the Bible says for you to be baptized in Jesus' name. Whatever you say. It may go down sideways with some of you, but I'm telling you, we can baptize whoever that is, and there, nothing happens to their sin. Well, they got baptized in Jesus' name, yeah, but there was no faith involved. They didn't really understand what it was all about. We're not just trying to see how many folks we could get baptized. We want to baptize a lot of folks. Remember the folks we baptize. Amen. We want them to understand what's happening. Amen. This is what's going on. There's conviction involved. There's revelation involved. Amen, this is what the scripture says. Amen, it's not just because the preacher said that the Bible said to do it. No, amen, I. Come on, the Ethiopian eunuch is reading. Amen, from the, the prophecy of Isaiah. And he invites Philip to come join him. And he says, I'm reading this. Who's the man talking about? And from that scripture, the Bible said Philip began to preach to him Jesus. And when they came to a body of water, uh, amen, the eunuch said, see here is water. Uh, what doth hinder me to be baptized? Uh, and Philip said, if thou believest, uh, if thou believest, uh, if thou believest, uh, thou mayest. Come on, red letters in your Bible. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that has faith, he that's convinced, he that understands. Amen, when I come to this altar uh, to seek the Holy Ghost, uh, yes, there's works involved. Uh, yes, there's energy involved. Uh, but more than that, there's faith uh, involved. Uh, I'm acknowledging my need. Uh, I want it bad enough uh, to make an effort uh, to help it happen. Amen. Come on, can I preach? It's not just to get in. Amen. But I'm talking about also staying in. I'm talking about not just getting in the church, but growing the church. Not just getting in the kingdom, but growing the kingdom of the increase, of the increase. My God, I'm preaching right now. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Bible says in Matthew 13, Jesus is talking about the kingdom. And he said the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hid in a field, which when a man hath found, he finds the treasure. He's put forth effort. Hard to find something you're not looking for. And when he finds the treasure, he hides it and for the joy thereof goes and selleth all that he hath and buys the field. 
It's worth everything. The treasure of the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure. And when the man found the treasure, he went and sold everything. Because the treasure, the kingdom, is worth everything. Whatever it takes to get it, it's worth it. If it costs me criticism, it's worth it. If it costs me misunderstanding, it's worth it. If it costs me popularity, it's worth it. Oh, hallelujah. I read again the next verse of Matthew 13. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. He was looking for something who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Amen. Yes, there's action involved, but there's conviction involved in his action. This is worth everything. This is worth whatever it takes. You know what the man that found the treasure said? By his actions, it's not okay to not get the treasure. You know what the man that found that one pearl of great price said? By his action, it's not okay to not have that pearl. Whatever I got to do, whatever it takes. I feel the Holy Ghost helping me to try to help somebody through preaching the word of God. Every man presseth into the kingdom. There's no exceptions. I said there's no exceptions. Every man that gets into the kingdom presses himself into it. Oh, hallelujah. Lift up your voice. Amen. Please, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want whatever God wants enough to do what's ever necessary to help it happen. Amen. I can't make it happen, but I can help it happen. It's not my kingdom, but I do have a desire for it. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. I'm trying to motivate some Jesus' name baptized Holy Ghost filled folk today. It's not a okay to go to heaven by yourself there was a scribe that came to Jesus and he said Lord what's what's the greatest commandment of all Jesus answered this sincere question First of all, the commandments is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. One God alone is not the first commandment. But the fact that there's one God and I love Him and serve Him and worship Him above everything else. That's the first commandment. 
given the one Lord of eternity my all. That's the first commandment. And Jesus said the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these, loving God and loving others. And this is what the scribes said, well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God and there is none other than he, and to love him. I want you to hear this today. And to love him with all thy heart and with all the understanding and with all the soul and with all the strength and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. In that generation, it was all about appearance. The Pharisee, the Bible said, in the parable prayed thus with himself. I thank you that I'm not like this public. They loved to stand on the street corner and offer their prayers and do everything publicly. It was all about appearances. And the scribe said, Lord, you're right. Having a right attitude about God and having a right attitude and purpose and passion about others is greater than whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Having a right attitude and approach about God is the most important thing. And Jesus saw that. He answered discreetly. When Jesus saw that the man answered discreetly, he used discretion. You're right, Lord. Loving God with everything. Putting others before yourself. That there's nothing more important than a right attitude and a right focus. All heart, all strength, all mind, all my being. And when Jesus saw this man's answer, this is what Jesus said: Thou art not far from the kingdom of God. When you have an understanding and revelation of who God is. And how you're to live for him. You're not far from the kingdom. Can I, does, that, does that coin have another side? Come on, if you're not far from the kingdom, when you understand, I've got to love the Lord with my everything. It meant this, the other side of that coin say, hey, uh, if you're just going through the motions and fulfilling obligations and can really care less, uh, hey, what does that mean? Uh, you're far from the kingdom. You're far from being saved uh, if you don't really care. I'm not trying to be harsh and cold. I'm really not. Uh, amen. There's nothing I want more today than thy kingdom come, uh, thy will be done. <laughs> Oh, God, I feel it on me again. What I felt this morning. Think about somebody. Amen. Getting into the kingdom. Amen. Something rises up in my spirit. Hallelujah. Something. Amen. Sparks in my faith. Amen. It's time to get in church. It's time to live for God. It's time to seek first his kingdom. It's time to give it your everything.
Let's stand and love the Lord together. I worship your mighty name, O oh God. I love your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. The kingdom of heaven is available for those that really want in. Hallelujah. God won't tell someone no that really wants in. Ah, come on, somebody. Begin to exercise your faith. I'm not just talking about going through the motions. I'm not just talking about doing something because the preacher said to do it. But I've got a revelation. I've got some conviction. I heard the word of God. And there's something burning in my soul today. I want the things of God more than anything else. I want the will of God more than anything else. I want to see revival more than I want to see anything else. I want the kingdom of God to come in my home, in my family, in our church, in my life. Oh, I wish, I wish today I could be hungry for you. I wish I could loan you some hunger, some desire, and some passion. But that's not how God works. Amen. All I can do is use what I've got. All I can do is tap into that resource of desire and say this is what God's looking for. If I could pray in your place, I'd do it. If I could come to this altar for you, I'd do it. If I could receive the Holy Ghost for you, I'd do it. If I could be passionate for God for you, I'd do it, but I can't. You're the only one that can do it for yourself. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody express some desire for God right now. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, that's it, truth church. Lift up your voice. God's interested. God's interested in his kingdom being increased in Olathe. God's interested in his kingdom being increased in your life, in your family. Come on, see yourself in this today. God wants this. God wants this. God wants this. God wants this. Don't be afraid to lift up your voice. Don't be afraid to lift up your voice. Don't be afraid to lift up your voice. God, I want it. If you've got it, I want it. I want the will of God. I want the favor of God. I want the power of God. I want the purpose of God. I want the anointing of God. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' name, every man, every man, every man, every man, every man, if there was an exception, amen, in the Word of God, I'd preach it, but I don't find one. 
Every man presseth into it. Every man presseth into it. Every man presseth into it. Every man. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God.